Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church here in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join me for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the Word of God. I'm excited today to have you as my honored guest. Wherever you are in the world listening, thank you for taking time to be a part of the Striving for Revival broadcast. Hope you're having a great day in the Lord. Hopefully you spent some time in prayer, spent some time reading your Bible today. Maybe you've gone out soul winning. I don't know, but whatever you've done, I hope you've done something to advance the cause of Christ. You know, we don't have forever to make an eternal difference. We have a short window of time, and I guarantee you nobody's ever come to the end of the road of life and wish they'd done less. Everybody wants to do more, and let's not waste our opportunity. I know some of you are listening now, and you'd say amen to that. You're a shut-in. Maybe you're battling some disease or uh, uh, something has providentially hindered you from getting out and going like you want to for God, and you would tell those of us who can, you know what, don't you waste it. Don't you waste a day. You ought to sing with all your might. You ought to preach with all your might. You ought to witness every opportunity, and there's some sitting there today that folks, they wish they could do what you and I have have the opportunity to go and do. So I want to challenge you. Let's not do so much the less as we see the day approaching, but let's do and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I want to encourage you to do this. In your local church, uh, find a spot to serve. In the choir, in a Sunday school class, on a bus route, uh, taking up the offering, saying amen. Be an encouragement and a help to your pastor. Be a help to the local church. And let's do something for God in these last days. I tell you, I believe Jesus is coming soon. But that doesn't discourage me. That ought to encourage me. ought to fire me up and motivate me. If he's coming soon, then I want to do something for him while I can. And uh, God help us to do just that. We're going to be reading the final verses here in the book of Hebrews chapter 10. We've given you about eight broadcasts in this single chapter. And so we're going to wrap it up today. We'll begin reading in verse 32. And I'll share with you some thoughts as we wrap this chapter up. And then next we'll enter into this wonderful chapter, uh, chapter 11, the Hall of Fame of Faith. Verse number 32, but call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated. There's a word that the um, we used last broadcast, the Holy Spirit of God will illuminate, turns on that light in our heart and mind toward the Word of God. You endured a great fight of afflictions, partly whilst you were made a gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly whilst you became companions of them that were so used. For yet compassion of me and my bonds. By the way, we don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews because he is not specifically named, but I believe it's the Apostle Paul. Phrases like this give strong argument to that case, by the way, to be made for Paul, being the author of Hebrews. He talks about being in bonds. And took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward, for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. For yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul." 
These are some powerful verses of Scripture, some great truths in these last seven verses of our text today. And uh, the writer is writing, and he's going to transition. He's talking about these Old Testament sacrifices and the Levitical system and how Christ is superior and how his blood paid for salvation in full and how there's no more remembrance of sin. And now he's talking about practical things. These people have been persecuted. They've been put in the furnace of affliction, if you will, for their faith. And he says, don't you quit. Don't you draw back. You live by faith and not by sight. The writer appeals to the memory of many of his Jewish readers, how they, uh, not in the not too distant past, had undergone persecution. By the way, everyone who lives godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. If the world applauds your Christianity, then your Christianity is not probably worth much. The world has never and will never like one who sells out and does all for the glory of God. Some of these people had been persecuted publicly. The context is of Jewish persecution. But there's also hints of believers who've been placed in public forums by the Romans in their amphitheaters, who, and they've been made to do battle with gladiators. They've been made to uh, suffer uh, being torn asunder by wild animals. And the Bible mentions that they're called a gazing stock. That word gazing stock is amazing. It comes from that same word we get our word theater. And uh, by the way, there's another reason not to go to the theater. In any event, the writer urges his disheartened readers to recall how they and their spiritual companions endured. The thought is, it's not time to give up. Your forefathers fought the fight of faith. Your forefathers were faithful. They uh, were faithful even unto death. They endured the slander, the mocking, the scorn, the stoning, the burning, the crucifying, the animals tearing them asunder. John was boiled alive in exile. I mean, all these different things. They didn't quit. Don't you quit. You stay faithful. You endure. Now, in verse 34, there's a reference to them having had compassion of me in my bonds. I mentioned that a minute ago. And it says, And took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves you have in heaven a better and an enduring substance. This lends credence, I'll say it again, to Paul's authorship of the book of Hebrews. The allusion to his bonds may be referenced to Paul's several imprisonments. He was imprisoned many different times. He reminds them that they had compassion on him and supplying his needs while he was in prison. And then he reminds them in heaven, there's also a supply for them. Now, our light affliction, Paul would write other places, but for a moment. He called it light affliction. That was heavy affliction. Being stoned, attempted murder, uh, slandered, and uh, schemed against, being shipwrecked and robbed and left destitute and poor and naked. All of these things, that was more than light affliction. But Paul esteemed them as light affliction in light of his heavenly home. He said, this is just but a fleeting moment, and I'll be in eternity with God forever. And this can't compare to that. And he reminds these Hebrews now. Hey, listen, you, you might face persecution for the faith. You might even be threatened for your faith. You might have to die for your faith. But can I say, just like you supplied my needs, God has a supply for yours. His grace is sufficient for thee. Verse 35 and 36, Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which he hath great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. So the writer urges them to not cast away their confidence and hope which they with so much difficulty have come. He further reminds them of great reward coming someday for them. In essence, he urges them to be patient and wait upon the Lord. By the way, that's good preaching. In persecution, any kind of problem or peril, 
Wait upon the Lord. Don't get hasty. Don't outrun God. Don't get out of his will. Don't make a bad decision. Don't sin. Wait upon the Lord. All right, verse 38 and 39, our final two verses of Hebrews chapter number 10. Now the just shall live by faith. What is faith? Faith is dependence upon God. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. The writers concluding the chapter now by quoting Habakkuk 2 and verse number 4. There's also references to Galatians chapter 3 and verse 11 and Romans chapter 1 verse 17. The principle given here is this. Those justified by faith are to live by faith. James writes that out when he says that faith without works is dead. He's saying faith is more than just lip service. Faith is action. Faith ought to be lived out. You don't work to get saved, but you ought to work because you are saved. Faith without works is dead being alone. God is not pleased when his people live uh, this way. The point is that those who would waver need to get back to living by faith. When you live by faith, you won't be wavering. When you live by faith, you won't be waffling. When you live by faith, you won't be tossed to and fro. The, he's setting the stage contextually to get us into chapter 11. So he's emphasizing this truth, live by dependence upon God. Live by relying upon God. Live by solely trusting and wholly trusting in God. Don't live by sight. You won't endure persecution that way. You won't endure peril that way. You won't make it through hard times that way. Never live by sight, but live by faith. The writer closes with that reminder he gives us here that we're not those who draw back unto destruction. They've not slipped back into that old way. They've not departed from Christ. They've not sold out. They've not wavered and left the faith. Rather, they've believed to the saving of the soul. The simplicity of salvation by faith is here set forth, and it gives us that praise in a chapter 11 the just shall live by faith we're saved by grace through faith and then we live every day step by step by faith in god faith is our victory that overcomes the world well i'm excited about hebrews 11 we're going to study that concept of faith we're going to look at many different bible examples of those who possessed and practiced and portrayed that attribute of faith and you don't want to miss it tune in next time until then pray for revival Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.